Get ready for a journey into the heart of Bridgeport politics with In Absentia, a new podcast from Connecticut Public's investigative team, The Accountability Project. Learn about the city's past and present political dysfunction and the systems that enable it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Funding provided by Francisco L. Borges and the Melville Charitable Trust. Hey, Keith. Hey, Jeff. We're going to start today talking about pensions uh, with the state budget seemingly always out of whack. Explain to me before we get into the nitty gritty of each individual type of pension, what role the pensions play in our annual budgets? Well, it seems like everybody's been getting an education and budget these days. Sure. It's because it's not just such a large portion of the state budget. It's such a fast growing portion of the state budget. Mm. So every year when there is extra money and unfortunately, even in the years when there's not extra money, the pensions are the first in line to say, give me more, because unfortunately for like seven decades, we didn't properly save for them and we're trying to catch up fast. And when you say the pensions say, give me more, that is the Office of the State Treasurer. How how does that work? That's a good point. We have the pension program for state employees that's administered by the comptroller in terms of who actually mails the checks or now these days electronically sends the money out. We have something called the Teachers Retirement Board that oversees the teacher's pension. And as you mentioned, the treasurer is responsible for taking the funds in all the pension programs, investing them and making even more money. That explains the pension, but there are various types of pension in the state of Connecticut. Can you walk us briefly through those? Most of the different iterations we're talking about are with state employees. We have pensions that go all the way back to 1939, but until about 1984, there was only one type. It's known as Tier 1. Usually there's an ominous uh, music or a drum roll that comes after that because they're the most lucrative. Also, there was a myth about them, and that is that the Tier 1 retirees never had to contribute. They did have to contribute between three and a half and six and a half percent of their pay, they kicked in. It wasn't just the state. Okay. By the mid-1980s, Connecticut decided it couldn't afford that, went to the unions, scaled the pension back, and also scaled back the contribution. It created tier two. Workers only kicked in one and a half percent. And then over time in the 90s and the 2000s, people said that doesn't work either. So we increased the workers' contributions and scaled back the benefits. And by 2017, we created this last tier. It's known as tier four. This tier is a hybrid. For the first time, there's still a pension component. It's reduced, but there's also a 401k type benefit where the workers contribute and there's not an amount guaranteed. You simply, you'll get what you contribute plus what investment earnings were made off those contributions. What, what's the average pension that, it, that someone in this in this group might get? The average retiree right now is getting about 38000 almost $38,300. Okay. A year. A year. The other big pension program is for municipal school teachers. While they contribute a significant amount toward their pension, about 7% of their pay, they're not eligible for Social Security. So they're getting a pension of about $60,700. But you could probably back out about seventeen dollars or $18,000 which would be effectively their social security component. So then as we think about pensions in the context of a state budget, and we're gearing up for a new biennial budget, right? How how does the pension calculus fit in? The pension calculus fits in because anything Governor Lamont can do to even stymie the growth is going to help him. So in the case of state employees, he can go to that large union. He can't change the numbers for the retirees, but he can ask the people who are still working toward a pension, would you take less when you retire? Will you kick in more? With the teachers, it's a little trickier. We don't guarantee with the teachers how we're gonna how we're gonna save for the pension. So the legislature could unilaterally just say teachers are going to kick in more. It's just politically very unpopular. Keith Faniff covers lots of unpopular things like the state budget for the Connecticut Mirror. Thanks, Keith. Thanks, Jeff.